What is up, world? You are in tune to Horns and Sun here at the FFSN Network. Definitely uh, Texas fight, Texas fight, Texas fight. I'm here with my co-host, Sensei. What's poppin', Sensei? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm in the mood to do the most. <laughs> man, you know why he's in the mood to do the most? Football starts Saturday. Oh my God! Thirteen days. Thirteen man, days today. Man, uh, well, college football starts this Saturday. Texas plays. Uh, oh, in in what is it? I think ten days now. Thir- Thirteen days. Thirteen days. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that. You so, know how I know because there was that Gerard Hurd run that was posted today uh, against Cal, where they missed the extra point. <laughs> that was the Gerard, post they chose to go with. Gerard Hurd. Man, wow, Gerard Hurd. You know, I, I was watching preseason, and uh, I seen one of our quarterbacks at the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Jevin Sneed. Oh, Shane Bouchelle. Oh, oh, wait, Jevin Sneed? No, no, yeah, it was, it was Shane Bouchelle. It was Shane, Shane Bouchelle. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to see because I'm like, wow, okay, you're still around. You, you're still around. You know, no, there's uh, a bunch of us at the quarterback positions uh, at backups. They're just not starters. I we need we need one starter in the NFL, and I'll be I'll be good. Yeah, uh, I mean, another one of our, our, our backups that played that looked pretty good. Of course, Sammy Am- Sammy Ellinger, Sam I am Ellinger. He looked Bam Bam Sam. Yeah, he looked good. He do what he do. He's out there running the ball, man. Um, He's in such a weird position because they signed uh, they signed Richardson. Gardner Minshew to compete with them, yeah. and so they they need a vet on the team for Richardson, and so I'm scared that Sam may not even make the team. But he's he's doing his thug fizzle like he's playing really really well. He just may not be playing really well for the Colts when it's all said and done. Yeah, when it's all said and done, I'm. I hope he sticks to the roster. I hope he, he stays, sticks and stays, and, and gets on somebody's 53. But Sensei, yeah, he, man. He, somebody's 53. Somebody's 53. Sensei, talk to me, man. How we feeling about this upcoming year? We're we're about time. It's time to get it started. Everybody's talking about, you know, we, we've got a player on dang near every watch list there is. Uh, every yeah. watch list for the top linebacker, top wide receiver, top DB, top quarterback. Only thing we don't have is for the top running back. Let's right. talk about this. So let's start there. Let's start, let's start at running back. So um, somebody asked, it was, it was basically confirmed, right? It was confirmed uh, at the at one of the last press conferences. Somebody asked, um, I was going to say Tom Herman. <laughs> somebody asked Steve Sarkeesian um, if we uh how he feels about the running back position and he said we have three running backs that he trusts to pass protect right at this stage in the game and if you're if you're reading between the lines that means all right i have three running backs i'm willing to put on the field uh and and in pass protection situations but running situations right like these are the top three can you, you have a guess of what the top three is we know one of them is Jonathan Brooks, uh, right? That's going to be seven, one. Number seven, um, what is my guy's name? Transferred from Alabama. Uh, I believe yeah. Keontae Ingram, right? 
No, no, no. I get, I get him and yeah, he. I get him and the other dude confused. Um, Robinson, I think it is. Let me see. Yeah, Keelan, Keelan Robinson, Keelan yeah. Robinson. I get Keelan Robinson and Keontae Ingram confused. So yes, that is one of them. Uh, Keontae, uh, nope, Keelan Robinson, <laughs> Jonathan Brooks, and then who's the last one? Uh, I w- I want to say Blue. Um. I want to say Jaden Blue. I mean, the fact that we can trust him, and and he is, you know, our our you know, second string running back. Uh, That's right, Dad. It's Cedric Baxter is the last one. Oh my God! He, <laughs> so he is Cedric Baxter. So it is Cedric Baxter, and so the fact that it's not Jaden Blue, it's not Savion Red, it's not any of those guys. Um, how are you feeling about that? It's, it looks like going into the season, it's going to be a three-headed monster between Jonathan Brooks, Cedric Baxter, and um, not Keontae Ingram. No, Keelan Robinson. So Keelan Robinson. I, so my thing, my thing is, is when I think about it, I thought Jaden Blue was going to be our second-string running back, right? Uh, but if if CJ Baxter, the freshman, it is coming on. I mean, that's a good that's a good sign. That's a good sign that yeah. we got a freshman that's coming on. But I, uh, Jonathan Brooks, I have trust in. I definitely have trust in Keelan Robinson. Um, in, in my eyes, I think these guys can fulfill the running back row, uh, uh, room. I don't think that they're Bijan. I don't think that they're Roshan. You're actually seeing that these guys are worth something special in their prospective right. teams in the NFL right now. I mean, Bijan made people miss. He's making people miss already. In the NFL, there are people that's Roshan's on milk cartons. first run was crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was I mean, crazy. You got people on milk cartons right now. They still miss it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you yeah. got he, he making them miss tackles. It's crazy. Um, and then Roshan is running through tackles like it's nobody's business. Very violent right. running. So I mean, yeah, I, I don't think we have one of those one of those guys on the roster. But I have I have confidence in Jonathan Brooks. And I have confidence in Keelan Robinson out of the backfield. So if we if we go just off of last year's team, right, we kind of know how Keelan Robinson is going to be used, right, in spot areas, jet sweeps, things of that nature, right? So if we say that it's apples to apples, that really means that Cedric Baxter and Jonathan Brooks are going to be in the back backfield most of the time. They're going to be our new right. Bijan and our new Roshan, right? Right. So... I like the way I was listening to to, to uh, catch from Orange Bloods. And I like the way that he broke it down. He said that uh, Cedric Baxter in any other year, or or the way that 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 uh, recruiting is set up now is to devalue the running back position, right? Mm-hmm. And just because the way that they set up their recruiting, the five stars are people who are going to be drafted in the first round, right? They they're projecting forward. These are these are the cats that are going to be drafted in the first round. And since that's not happening to a ton of running backs, they are less likely to give five stars to running backs, right? And he was right. saying, from all, 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 for all purposes, Cedric Baxter is a five star. Had this have been ten years ago, Cedric Baxter would have been a five star, right? And so when we get a five star running back on campus, what usually happens? They start. They get they some start. tick right away. And right so, away. so getting cj baxter in and the fact that he's earned trust and pass protection guys pass protection 
which is very key, that's right? very encouraging I'm, I'm gonna tell you they kept ezekiel elliott around in the cowboys for that reason right to right. to pass protect uh for dak prescott and when you find a running back who can actually do that that's key because you keep him clean long enough to look down the field and spot somebody open so when you find a freshman who can do that that freshman is about his he's about that life he's definitely about that life that's a monster right there and that that says a lot to me about his upper body strength that says a lot to me about his his ability to run downhill and hopefully we see that manifest this this upcoming season speaking of the season so there have been two different scrimmages the last two weeks right both of them are every we're hearing things about the defense and how good the defense is and not the offense and that a little bit has me worried because our the strength of this team really should be the offense there shouldn't be a lot of defenses that should be able to stop this offense but we keep hearing about the defense so i want to know from you dad what do you what are you thinking about how are you feeling about uh the news coming out of the scrimmages so normally it's not ones on ones i mean it's normally ones versus twos twos versus ones you know what i'm saying and when you go mm-hmm. one on ones and your defense is over but you could either take it as one way is your defense is like that or yeah. your offense is suffering you know what i'm saying right and I would I would want to lean to the defenses like that. I mean, you got you got people like Malik Muhammad in here flashing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, pick so six. Here, here, here's what you gotta understand. This is what I need for you to get. Uh, if you take a whole bunch of oh, this is easier. I'll do it this way. If I take the batteries out of my remote, out of one re- rem- remote control where both of those batteries are very low. And I put them in with a battery that is brand new. They're gonna perform like it's brand new, right? Um, for sure. And but that's because the the brand new battery is carrying the weight for the old one, right? Yeah. But if you put them in with with some average people, then you're gonna have average performance. Again, what I'm saying is you're taking a high level recruit, a five star, and you're putting them around other four and fives that are really solid being able to do their job. Jade Barron and, and uh, Jalen Fords of the world, Tavondre Sweats of the world. So now everybody is, is is taking care of their position, doing what they're supposed to do. And you put that young talent in, and man, they, they, really, they really look good. So that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that this Texas team is a top 15, top 10 defense in the nation. Because I do believe that the offense is going to be able to beat anybody. Um, there's too many too many mismatches across the field. I also think, like, if, if our defense is able to do this against us, right, we're not going to see another offense in the Big 12 that is going to be as stacked as our offense. Um, in this last, in this last uh, scrimmage, A.D. Mitchell's name finally did get called. Xavier Worthy played in this one. Both of them had touchdowns. Um, so so we're, we're, we are seeing the defense um, give some to our offense. But it seems like this is a bend-don't-break kind of defense. Um, from the scrimmages, from all, all things said, we were able to move the, 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 the ball down the field. But once we got in the red zone, that's when the defense clamped up. 
And that has kind of been Pete Kwiatkowski's M.O. on the 40 Acres as far as the way that he coaches defenses is to bend, don't break. And so it's encouraging to hear uh, for sure. It's, it's encouraging to hear. I just want to see. I have questions. One, is this defense for real? That's one. Two, um, th- you know, throw that in with the Quinn bag. Is Quinn actually who we think he is? That's two. And then three, how long is it going to take this offense to gel? If this offense has a bad day, what is the floor, right? And if this offense, how long is it going to take it to gel? Like, I, I, those are things that I really need the answers to before we play Alabama. And I don't think we're going to get the, <laughs> the answers to some of those. But I think Rice is going to be really important to, like, go through that full process and that full motion of, of like, really taking them seriously and doing the things that we do so that we're prepared. Yeah, so to answer one question, I think that Rice game is going to give us one answer. Like I told you, if we blow the doughs off Rice, if we the first three series, they can't stop us from scoring, we're, we're in a good place. But if it takes us uh, uh, to the third quarter to, to pull our starters, I'm scared going into Tuscaloosa. I mean, I, l- literally, I'm scared going into Tuscaloosa. That's an L. That's I, an L. I, I, I kind of feel to the contrary just because I want to see the starters get rep. I want to see them get reps afraid, in it, game situations till their court. Like, just because we are playing Alabama. We are sensei, playing Alabama the next Sensei, week. let me tell you. Sensei, let me tell you. Let me. The faster we pull our starters, the better. So if we ain't, if we're not thirty-four to to forty-four in the, in the second quarter, if it's not no no twenty-point lead in the second quarter against Rice, we got issues, and we need we're gonna have to work them out. And we, we, and, and I'm scared. I'm thinking we're gonna take an L going into Tuscaloosa. We need to blow the doors off Rice first second quarter. Be, have our starters off the field when halftime comes. All of our starters are pulled. Our ones are gone. It should be a 34 to 7, 34 to 10 type game by halftime. 34. I'm thinking 34 to nothing, but I don't want to, you know, just do rice kids like what's that. The, you know what's what the, is it the third preseason game where the starters play like two and a half quarters? Is it is like that that one? Where where you you see them for a long time, but you don't see them the whole game. That's kind of what I want. It's like I want us to play two and a half quarters. It's actually a second, of good so solid football. If you're playing four preseasons, you would see in the third you would see all of your starters. But this year in the NFL, they're only playing three, so you would see your starters in the second game. You won't see your starters in the third at all. You know, um, yeah. it's the it's the people who are trying to make the team that you're gonna see the most of in that third preseason. But what I want, like I said, I hear what you say. Yeah. But sensei, I need the doughs to be off of it. I mean, I want them to blow the doughs off of rice. And and I'm saying it right. If you're saying what is he saying? Doughs off? No, I'm saying doors. There's an H I'm, in there. I, I, I'm putting I'm doughs. I'm paying, I'm paying, it's either a, a it's either an H or a Z, one this, of the two. This is a Texas thing. I want them to blow the doughs off, bust them out the frame, thirty-four to nothing at halftime. I mean, that's what I want to see, so that that way 
we're ready and rested and ready to go. Now I have uh, I'd have utmost confidence with us marching into Tuscaloosa if we beating these boys, you know, forty five to seventeen. I'm good with Steve, it. That's great. Steve Sarkeesian's first year, we uh we went to the Rice game and we left at halftime. <laughs> it was I was like, all right, I've seen I've seen what I came to see. Uh, my butt hurts. The seat turns isn't that comfortable. Uh, I, it's not that great of seats. We're gonna go home. Uh, so uh, I, I would, I would love if it's that kind of performance. But I think, I do think the process is important sometimes. Um, and I don't think that it would hurt their confidence at all to get one more series in. Um, but you know, health and stuff being important, I also understand. Um, so, so that being said. Um, Mura Ojimo, I just wanted to give uh, thoughts and prayers out to, to Mura Ojimo um, and what happened to him uh, on the, the Philadelphia Eagles preseason game. Um, he was he was carted off. Um, seems like everything is good. He gave a thumbs up. So I just want to send thoughts and prayers to our, our burnt orange alumni um, and hope you see him back. And while we're doing that, same the Marvion Overshawn. Gone for the year, uh, you know, ACL tear. I was really looking forward to seeing what he was going to do with the Cowboys. He was flying around doing the things that, you know, he do. Agent Zero. He was doing yeah. Agent Zero. I love me stuff. some sweat bandit. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, we're not going to see him. I, he was walking around after the game. I was super, I was super hopeful because he was walking around. But, yeah, they said it, ACL tear. And he's gone for the year. My heart goes out to him. And I thought some prayers out with him too as well, Sensei. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course. Uh, we want to see everybody burn orange blessed for sure. Um EOB, so I want to talk I want to talk about Ryan Wingo and his recruitment. So Ryan Wingo, um, one of the top prospects in the nation. Uh crystal ball marked to, to uh to to our class of 25, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, 24. Um next year's class. And he, yeah, next year's class. Um and he is he's a wide receiver, uh all accounts, very talented man, very talented kid. Um does his thing. So right now he has not committed, right? And September's coming. September's coming, and September's gonna be a very important date for, for the Born Orange Nation uh, for Ryan Wingo's recruitment. And that is because there is a rule in Missouri that allows uh, basically prospects uh, who are who are considering their colleges to get UIL money uh, early, to get their, their NIL money for early uh, while they're in high school, right? So if they commit to Missouri, they can start getting that money uh, while they're in high school, whereas Texas's rules are a little bit different, right? So... Um, there have been some thoughts that Ryan Wingo might commit to Missouri just to get that NIL money and then pull out and then go where he really wants to go. Um, but with that news being said, I want to, I want to get your reaction as far as what you think about Ryan Wingo's recruitment. And if you think he's actually going to give them the, the old fakey fake, or if he's coming to going to commit to Missouri. So having a feel of what the crystal balls have, have keep saying. Um, I Number one, I don't think he wants to go to Missouri. You know, he's, he's, uh, Ryan Most Wingo's. Most people a, don't. He's a, he's a St. Louis kid. 
right? Yeah. Um, and, and and I I I see him coming to the forty acres. I see him wanting to play with Manning. Um, you know, definitely that's that's a, a thought process. Um, I hate to say what I'm about to say, but I see him working the system. I see him working yeah. the system. I see him, you know, I mean, because he's a St. Louis kid. Tree does go to a private school. He's St. Louis kid. Uh, I'm sure that he, he can has need of some of that money <laughs> that they throwing around. <laughs> yeah, right, right, um, right. You know, so um, without knowing the kid personally, I could see work. I could see him working the system, and you know, being able to get what he can get. But if and I think he should. It, to be honest with you, he should I work mean, the there. system. Like, like if I'm the not, rules are there, it, go right. ahead and take that money, bro. You're I'm not, not even mad at you. The rules, it's just nope. It's not very integritous. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're not breaking the rules of the rules. You know what I'm saying? The rules are the rules. Uh, the rules are the rules, right? Uh, but it's it's kind of slimy, you know. If I, it's like I'm, look, I'm gonna go with you, girl, for. You know, income tax money. <laughs> and when the income Listen. tax money though, with, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of slimy. Listen, bro, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what to tell you, Missouri University. They're, the girl that broke my heart, she committed there. I just can't take it. So <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I can't do it. I would you wouldn't want me to play for you anyway with my heart broken like this. So really you're the lucky ones. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like you know you you win you know it's one of those things and, and definitely when I get to this place man and I'm I'm just thinking about it because I was thinking about his whole commitment and and him committing and and him being a big part of the Longhorn team I mean it's just like what you see with John Tay Cook right John Tay Cook knew he wanted to be here he knew he wanted to be a part of uh, the recruitment for you know, and Manning and, and C Manning doing everything. And I mean, I, I'm just not going to lie to you, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I I feel in my heart of hearts, it it's one of those things where you want to say, Hey, look, we're not going to do that. We're not going to, we're not going to do, you know, what it is that, um, you know, we, you think we're going to do, I'm not going to commit and then leave. But I, honestly, I can't blame the kid. Like I said, these, the NIL is new frontier. It is a new way of living. It's a new way of, of thriving. It's a new way. I mean, it's just new. So, um, Speaking you know, of new, so it's like what so Jay-Z one of the said. Things, I got to say this. It's, it's like what Jay-Z ahead. said. I'm overcharging people for what they did to the cold crush. Yeah. It, these, these kids are hitting them in the pockets for what they did to Desmond Howard, for what they did to Vince Young. What they did with right. Reggie Bush, you know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of overcharging, so the 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 word in the grapevine, there's no official that this is the the case, but the word through the grapevine is that Missouri's looking at giving Ryan Wingo uh, seven hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to hey. play there. Hey. So I listen. Who who am I to say not to take whatever percentage of that money you can get from September to December, bro? Like y- while you're in high school, that pro- all I know is 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 your your winter dance gonna be lit. 
Y'all gonna be doing all the type of stuff at whatever dance school functions y'all have. Bro, go ahead and get that money and then, you know, come over to the 40 acres. It's fine. Man, I'm gonna tell you, next year we will have two of the, the very top recruits that we've ever had here on the University of Texas. Two of the top two, right? Uh, number number two and number eight, right? And and let's see if let me test your knowledge before we get out of here, Sensei. Um, okay. Who, number is that one, Colin Simmons uh, and? Oh yeah, okay. So that's two. That's no. That's number eight. That's number eight. The the top recruit that we've ever had. Um. Oh, okay. And, number two and number eight. So if he's number but eight, there's nobody number, higher than Colin Simmons. Yeah, but get. no, 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 no. They're already on campus. They're already on campus. Yeah. Next year? They're already on campus this year. Oh, they're on campus this year for right. next year. Right. They're next year's class, but they're on okay. campus now? So let me go ahead and say Arch Manning that is number, Arch <laughs> is number two, and, okay. and Colin Simmons is number eight. But look at this. So, so was Arch Manning top... supposed to be in, he was supposed to, he reclassified? No, 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 no. I'm saying right now, if oh, we're looking at Texas all-time commits, year. right. Okay. Texas yeah, yeah, all-time yeah. commits. I'm about to go on 10 and I'm going to test your knowledge. Uh, and who okay. would you think would be our top 10, right? I'm going to see how many of these you know, right? So if you, I'm going to get them, a you couple. Not, yeah, some yeah, of them you may not know. Some of them you, you, you should know, right? Yes. All right, so number one, the top recruit Texas has ever had. So what, one and two, that would be one, two. Okay, so two is Arch, uh-huh. three would be Quinn. I don't know if he's no. on the list, but exactly. that means one is Vince Young. Absolutely, there it is. Bing, 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 bing. I didn't know that. Okay, so Quinn's okay. not on the list. He doesn't count. Quinn doesn't make top ten. He would, right. but he he didn't come. Okay, correct. So let's think. Let's think defensive ends. And Sergio Kendall. Good way to go, Sensei. Wow, that Sergio Kendall. Uh, Sergio Kendall's number three. I, I thought I remember him being highly recruited. Number um, four. Let's think okay. defensive ends. Oh, Derek Th- Derek Thomas. No, Derek, Derek Johnson was a linebacker from Waco. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking of Derek Johnson. Okay. Think of defensive end. Yeah, nah, there hasn't been. Daddy I, I'm played not in the pros one. for the Cowboys. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. Jackson Jeffcoat is number four. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know he was that highly recruited. He was. He was, he was a five-star. 99. <laughs> 99. Five star. Wow. I would um, not have known that by BJ, based on what he did here. Okay. <laughs> BJ Johnson, you don't know. He was a receiver in the in the two thousands. Really, really good. Uh BJ in the What did he go, to, he, he go on the, to do in the league? Yeah, BJ did not go to the league, but he was really, really good. Um and but let's think running back. Let's go ahead and let's think oh, running Cedric back. Benson. Uh, not Cedric. Not Cedric. Okay. So if it's not Cedric, then it's either it's one of those two dis- disappointing running backs. Uh, wait, or it might be Ricky. But I think it might be Malcolm Brown. 
Is it no. Malcolm Brown? No. Okay. You're close who's though. The, Malcolm is number who's eleven. The other one. Is 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 it John? Was it Jonathan Gray who was on campus? Jonathan Gray, number six, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Number seven was Roger Wright. Roger Wright was on that team uh, where we won the national championship. Then, of course, number eight, Colin Simmons. Number nine, think linebacker. Previous years, he's still uh, in the pro. So, so it's Malik Jefferson. No. Okay, it's not Malik Jefferson. He's not still Malik. in the pros. Uh-huh. Cause I would have ge- I would have guessed Sergio Kendall. Well, no, no, uh, because I guessed him earlier. He, he he's still in the pros. Mm. Oh man. Linebacker who's still in the pros. When wh- who who is this coach? Maybe maybe that'll help me. Uh, he played for the Philadelphia Eagles. No, who was his coach while he was here? I haven't asked you for no hints. Who was this coach while he was here? Uh, oh, my gosh. So, Mac had him, and then who was right after Mac? Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong. Mac had him? Mac had this dude who's ninth in our... Uh, Mac, left, Mac left in 08? Yeah. 2000, I think 2009 was his last season. Yeah, okay. So Mac had Mac Mac had Mac he was a recruit recruited by Mac and Charlie Strong had him. Man, I do not know. I have no clue. Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks was that highly rated? Yeah, Jordan Hicks. I would not have guessed that one. Lakota West and he was a lifetime Longhorn because he wanted to be a Longhorn his whole life. And then the last, the last person is Trey Allen, defense, uh, uh, the offensive guard. Um, and those are our top ten recruits ever. And so I can't believe Brew McCoy. Brew on this list still. Uh, I'm so upset. Um, yeah. I'll just run down yeah. the last. Uh, Malcolm Brown, eleven. DJ Campbell, twelve. Brew McCoy. 13 Mike Davis who was an old uh wide receiver um from Dallas Skyline 14 Malik Jefferson 15 Zatavion Sanders 16 but John Robinson 17 Malcolm okay. Brown from Steel the other Malcolm uh 18 Justin Blaylock who's one of the offensive linemen for uh uh Vince Eddie Jones my yeah. good friend I need to text Eddie my good friend from Kilgore, Eddie Jones, is the number 20 as far as the top 20 recruits. Um, wow. Cedric Cedric is not on this list. Uh, he is 38 on this list, if you could believe it. Yeah, no, nah, I would have guessed he was a lot higher. Ricky's not on the list either? Ricky's on the list, but, you know, Ricky was like a four-star. He wasn't a five-star recruit. I had no clue. I would have thought he was very highly rated based on what he did. Let me tell you something. During that time, Ricky Ricky Williams, um, let's see, Ricky Williams, Priest Holmes, Wayne McGarity, Chris Smith, and Sean. Um, who is this running backs coach who who's doing Ricky Williams and Priest Holmes back to back? Where is he at? No, no, no. Me- they weren't back to back. They were all together. They were all there at the same time. That's what I'm saying. This dude dropping fire mixtapes. What, what, what's his career look like? Bucky. 
Bucky is the running backs coach. Bucky, did he, Bucky was the running backs coach. Did he go on to do something, or is he still around? Bucky's on the radio right now, and he does. He oh, calls God. Texas games, but Bucky was their running backs coach. Good for he, him, he, man. He I'm, got all of them there. I hope he's still getting checks. Like, I hope they just cut him checks out of love. Like, hey, bro, here you go, man. Like, thank you for what you did, not for what you're doing. I mean, he had Sean Mitchell from LBJ. He had uh, Ricky Williams, uh, eventual Heisman Trophy winner. Priest Holmes, who went down to the Chiefs and was the face of the NFL for two years. Um, right. So, I mean, yeah, and Wayne McGarity, who played for the Cowboys. You had a stable of running backs. And Chris Smith, Where, my friend. Jamal Charles not on that list either? So, Jam- Jamal Charles is on that list. Jamal was uh, actually number 60. Number 60. All right. That's crazy. That's the fastest person I've ever seen run or do anything. <laughs> yeah, so, that, that boy, wake up fast. Sit wait, down hey, fast. Just, yeah, it wasn't. It. And, and here's my last. Here's my parting shot. And, and I'm going to tell people I wish they would bring back Joes versus pros. I really do. I wish I wish they would bring the Joes versus pros back because what I would love to see is people see real speed. Because they, you know, I hear people talking about this person's trash and this person. You don't understand. There's only the football, basketball, baseball. This is the 1%, top 1% of people who ever play this game, right? Somebody yeah. on the bench, a bench warmer, will come and, and whoop you. Yeah, they would spank there, and wipe the floor with you. Did right? you ever see the 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 clip of Brian Scalabrini yeah, when yeah. Uh, he took on his, his critic and who was saying he was trash? Yeah. And he yeah. just schooled him. was like, yeah, yeah never because scored a point. You, you don't understand what it means to be a professional athlete and professional athletes will, will, they will take you to the ranker. It just is what it is. I'll never forget when Ray came home from uh, at CBA and this man, uh, you know, woke up, ran two miles, uh, bike two miles on his bike at the house, then went and shot, then went and played basketball. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, Wow, like, yeah. but this is the life of a professional athlete. And, and a professional athlete is professional for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but speaking of story, Jamal Charles. I have a story. Uh, um, I, I went to a college um, and my one of my friends was Emmanuel Moutier's cousin, right? Now, Emmanuel Moutier, I don't think is in the league right now. But uh, he showed up. He came to our gym, right? Uh, this is his second year in the league. So Emmanuel Moutier is doing everything he wants to do on the court. And he's he's shot faking, going switching, pivoting, laying up, dunking. And we're, we're just like we had been running this game. And like we had like there was Simone Biles is uh no not Simone Biles, um the other one, Simone Manuel. Her brother went to, to our school. He played against John Wall, right? So we had good athletes there. There's a difference when when a, when a when a professional athlete steps on the floor versus a good athlete. It's it's, it's crazy. It's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I I, I remember playing with Todd uh, May, uh, Todd uh, uh, Lee Mayberry and Todd Day, and um, they they were at Arkansas. 
uh, but they were all from the Fort Worth area. Um, not uh, uh, Todd Day, but uh, Lee Mayberry and Oliver Miller were from Fort Worth. And so we they, they were at University of North Texas. Now, we're all playing pickup. And, yeah. you know, the game turned and got real serious real fast. You know what I'm saying? They just needed bodies. But, <laughs> you know, it's one thing when you're out here taking shots and you miss them. And they just pull in and you just run back to the other side of the court because you know that they're going to hit it. But the reason why we're even talking about this is because we were talking about the raw speed that Chris Johnson and Jamal Charles have. And the only person that we see in that today's game that has it is uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is a two-step guy. He gets out. He has two steps on you. Katie about it though. He's out of here. You're not catching him. You know what I'm Marquee's saying? Marquise Goodwin back in the day too. We gotta, yeah, we, gotta so, we gotta throw some respect on his name too. Yeah, we can respect him, but he was he's still not in that tier of where you know those guys get a step, two steps, and they're gone. That's why you gotta catch them before they start getting top speed because they're at top speed and two steps and and they're gone. They'll they'll see you. You know they're running into the tunnel like Forrest Gump and Bo Jackson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Both you, got, you got Marquise Goodwin, right? Deuce Vaughn. They're Darren quick. Sproles, Jamal Charles. Who's quick. winning that race? Jamal Charles. They, they're not, they don't have track speed. Jamal Charles had track speed. It's like right. Chris Johnson from the Titans had track speed. I mean, tr- listen, the gold teeth were real. That Florida speed was real. I just want you to know. It was real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they hitting their head on the goalpost. You know, it, it just is what it is. But for myself and for Cincy, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to Horns and Son at the FFSN Network. We are super excited about the, the season upcoming. And, man, Cincy, tell them what's up, man. I have an announcement to make, and that is I have a new – podcast coming uh as well as it's a companion to horns and sun called burn orange boys burn orange boys uh and you can find us at burn orange boys on instagram burn orange boys on tiktok and burn orange boys on youtube you can expect to start seeing content coming in the next week or so yeah be man burn orange blessed over there be burnt orange blessed we're definitely drinking the burn orange kool-aid <laughs> for sure we out of here for myself and for sensei we're out of here we'll catch you peace